Welcome back to the PropTech Insider, where we deep dive into all things tech-related in the property industry. Today, I'm joined by Damien Hackett, the co-founder and CEO of Brisbane's Place Estate Agents. Damien, thanks for joining us. Pleasure to be here, Angus. I'm really excited about today's episode, and we're going to get into some really raw insight into how to successfully manage change, and particularly, how do you survive in an industry that's rapidly evolving through technology? We're going to also go into the waves of change, and instead of fighting against them, how you embrace them and bring the teams along on that journey. Damien, just to kick things off, can you give our listeners a little bit of a background about how your journey in real estate started? Sure. Um, Left school... uh was studying accounting at, at university uh, while I was working part-time in accounting. Halfway through that degree, I probably realised that I wanted something probably a bit more people-facing and something where you probably were getting involved in deals rather than you know, exchanging dollars for time. So I completed the degree, however, jumped into commercial real estate. And the good time about that was it was the late 80s, early 90s, and there was a bit of a collapse in the commercial market. And it made me think about, okay, I still like real estate. Um, I like the deal side of it. And I like the fact that it's also a way of potentially generating wealth if you understood it well, well enough. Yeah. And yeah, the thing I liked about residential was, irregardless of how the economy is going as opposed to commercial, there's always an you know, underlining volume of transaction, you know, with people getting married or people getting divorced or people upsizing, downsizing, et cetera. So it was kind of like fortunate that was the way that the, the, the economy had gone at that point in time. And so back in 91, 30 years ago, uh, with a couple of mates, I opened a residential office. And since then, you know, have seen you know, a lot of um, ups and downs and sideways, and we evolved from the business that we were into our own business in 2002. Uh, so we started a place with my partners, Paul Curtin and Sarah Bushell. And we've grown, you know, the Brisbane base over that last 19 years. Um, Judy Good to join us as a partner. And we've got a lot of other great partners in our business organisation. So, and here we are today uh, of having 18 offices across Brisbane. That's an, an amazing story, an amazing start. And I always find it interesting when people, um come from other industries and, and come into real estate or find themselves in real estate, particularly with the, the numbers and accounting background and exactly to your point about how do you look at it differently and make the numbers and make the economics work for you to generate personal wealth and, and wealth for a lot of people inside of your organisation as well. Um, if we look at your business, I mean, you, you're definitely one of the leaders inside of your marketplace and you've built an incredible business with a multiple amount of changes that have occurred in amongst some disruption and some different things that a friend or foe through technology. Tell me about your approach and how it's developed over those 30 years to build a resilient team and and also how you go about implementing change inside of your organisation. Sure. I I guess if you look at our business and our vision, um, you know, there are three important parts of your vision. It's, It's the values that your business has, Uh, the purpose and the mission. And the four key values that we have is respect, innovation, community, and excellence. So having innovation as one of our our core values has really been a great driver for us. 
Um, we have a head of innovation who, whose role it is to look at every part of our, our business and say, how can we improve that? And when we say innovation, it's not just about technologies, yeah. it's also about you know, systems and processes. But we've then got you know, a lot of rigor and structure around it. We've got an advisory board uh, that has none of the directors on there, and they are the heads of our different departments. And whenever an opportunity comes along uh, to, I guess, make an improvement in the business, they have a very set structure about how they run that to ground and they look at all the pros and cons and the risk analysis. They look at the overall benefits and, and, the, and you know, the implementation strategy, et cetera. So that when they come to the board and they say, here's, a, here's an improvement, whether it be a bit of tech, et cetera, it's been well thought out, um, well documented um, and a very clear um, path ahead has happened. So that's, that's a, probably a discipline that we've really developed in more recent years because there are so many good things that are going to be thrown at you and it can be very distracting. So you've got to be very clear on what your direction is and what, you know, there's so many good things, but let's really focus in, you know, minutely on what's going to make a big change to what we do. So that's, yeah, in, in a nutshell, I guess, the way that we approach it and we've evolved to do that over the years, if that makes sense. Yeah, and no, I love that because I think um, one of the big things about particularly, as you said, it's not just technology, it's any time you've got to make change in your business. It's not just about the leaders making that change and executing on it. You've got to get the buy-in from the team that's actually going to be using things or the change is going to affect them on a, on a day-to-day basis. So I really like how you've put that structure in place around that advisory team to have them to get that buy-in on that level because if you get buy-in from them, that's really where you can start yep. to evolve and iterate and move a lot faster than a lot of businesses that you know we see out in the market and some of them don't have the same kind of structure yep. as you and they're, they're trying to implement new things, but they're trying to figure out why they're not getting the buy-in from the people. And a lot of the time it's because the solution actually doesn't solve a problem for the, the agent or you know the administrator or the marketing person that's actually on the tools day-to-day. I think that's a really important part and hats off to you for implementing that kind of change, I guess. And just on that, Angus, you're right, because it's people are underestimate just how much effort goes into bringing real change. And sometimes I've seen organisations where you see the leaders chasing that next shiny thing and all of a sudden they're saying, we're heading this direction and they get bored of that and we're heading over here and everybody just gets so discouraged and then you know, really look, I guess, disparagingly at any new change because like we've been through this before so you've got to take a you know very deliberate approach you know in any change you bring in you know and understand how long it's going to take and what the process will be yeah i I guess what you're highlighting more so than anything there is an idea is an idea until you actually apply execution into it and sounds like build a, a really good framework around how to actually bring it to life and bring your people on the journey most importantly and get their buy in from the ground up um, Absolutely. You've been, you've been in the game for 30 years and I'm sure you've seen a lot of change over that time. Give us a little bit more insight about how your strategy in particular has changed and, and how your market's changed as well over that 30 years since you started your journey. Yeah, I mean, our strategy, uh, if you're going to get a look at those core values of excellence, it's been one about really building a platform for our offices and the people who work within those offices, whether they be you know, salespeople or people in property management or support staff, you know, at our head office, we call it the Place Plus platform, where we've got you know, teams in all the different disciplines, whether it be in finance or contracts and legal or 
human resources and recruitment, uh, huge marketing team. You know, we, we've now got a got fifty to sixty people in that platform that have become really specialists in their areas. But then it's a matter of having the right ticketing system across the top of it. So when you're getting all these different people involved in the process, from you know pre-listing you know, to being on the market to going under contract to getting the settlement done, that you've got a great systems and process to make sure that everyone knows where it's at. And that's really been the the growth for us is providing that high level of service across a number of offices independent of who the person is. And that's, that's you know, I guess that what we've seen is real estate can tend to be a cottage industry where if you've got you know, multiple offices, each office will do it differently and even everybody within the office will do it differently. And then you're relying heavily on individuals as opposed to a process. So that's something which is always evolving. Um, but for us, that's been you know, key to our strategy. And the great thing is um, when you are relying on you know, a number of people to complete a transaction, having a piece of technology over the top that can help manage that and can make you know, give visibility to everybody about where we're at in the process and who's done what can really make it effective. And then you've got a you know a bunch of service level agreements so that you know clients being you know, the offices and the and the agents know what will be done by when and to what level, uh, etc. And that's that's been a you know, long process building that out, but it really is 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 I guess reaping benefits for us at the moment. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, um, you've got a phenomenal business and you've scaled it in a very short amount of time, I think, as well. How do you go out to look externally? And there's a lot of noise out there in different services, in different pieces of technology, different things that are preaching that they've got to solve every problem in your business and 10 exit. Um, sure. You've talked a lot about how you're implementing change and bringing the team on and accountability within that and empowering the people what about for you personally? Like, how do you get out in the market and figure out what's next and where you're going to spend your time and turn the attention of the team's time towards as well? Um, I guess from a business perspective, I've always enjoyed looking across different industries, not just looking within our industry for inspiration. And also, I've always been one to really you know, continue to, to learn and to study. So I spend a fair bit of my time working with other businesses both across Australia and across the globe through some organisations I'm involved in yeah. um, and really you know, listening to, to podcasts that aren't real estate related, just yeah. looking for inspiration because people can really try to, I guess, make their businesses more complex than they are and we really like to dumb it down, you know, to, to really look at, you know, what are the, the big three things that are happening in the organisation yeah, you know, I think the way we explain it now is if, if we're looking at a at a problem or we're looking at a at a business, we say, you know, what is the game we are playing? Mm. And the next question is how do we win? So to really understand, you know, if we're in property sales, you know, in apartments, you know, what's the game and how do we win that for if we're in property management? Let's simplify it. Yeah. And then you go looking for the technology that will support that rather than grabbing a piece of technology and trying to adapt it to your business. So, you know, and that's a very, and for us, that's well, you know, ha- having our head of innovation and having the advisory board around that, that is what they do. And, and we're lucky enough to be of a scale where we can support that cost, you know, and again, it's about reinvesting and, and growing. And, 
if you talk about growth, I mean, we, we've deliberately not grown fast. I mean, we're a Brisbane-only business and we prefer to scale at a slower rate because mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, we're not in the widget business. We're in the, we are a professional services business. We've got, you know, similar to law firms or accounting firms, you know, we're, we're in the advisory business as real estate agents or as property managers and, and it's all about the people. And unfortunately, you know, people will probably scale slower <laughs> than a lot of technology does. But for us, it's really about looking across you know, other industries, um, understanding how we can do what we do better. But at the heart of it, we are still a, you know, we're a people business, you know, people giving advice and helping people to find their happy place, as we say. And, you know, the one listing leads to the next. You've got to look after the individual customer and make sure they're serviced correctly, exactly. Sure. Doing. Yeah. And that's the great thing about technology these days is you get some of the the more repetitive and mundane tasks, um, you know, and high turnover tasks that handled by technology or even to some parts, you know, offshored. Uh, and you can have the individual spending more time on that relationship, whether it be with the tenant, the landlord or the buyer, the seller to really, you know, provide a much higher level of service. Yeah, I completely agree with that. And I think that domain and particularly agent solutions is our focus is just help agents do today's tasks in half the time. And you know, if we can help you guys to get out in the field and have more quality conversations with more people in a day instead of filling in a form or you know, spending yep. time back of house, then we're yep. both winning. Absolutely. Um, I, I guess to close, we've, we've got two questions that we ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Uh, so there are bits of some curly ones to so prepare yourself. But the first one is um, what's your definition of success? Well, success. I mean, for me, I mean, I've always been one to write down, I guess, goals and have have a plan. So I'll look at all the different aspects of my life, you know, whether it be with family or the business or even myself and say, okay, here are my short-term, long-term goals. So I guess being able to compare your results with with where you want to be, um, for me, would be personally about success. And I think that's what it is for everyone. It's, it's a very individual thing. You know, some people it might be financial, some people it might be relationship orientated or you know, being at peace with themselves. So for us, me, it's pretty easy just it's to sit down as I do, um, you know, whether it be once a year and write the, the plan and the vision and then to check in on it um, from time to time to see how I'm going. If that makes, is that a, a reasonable yeah. answer for you? <laughs> yeah, I think it's um, spoken like a true CEO, a well-rounded experience with life and in business and personal but if you can't you can't manage what you can't measure right so exactly yeah and and finally tell us one thing that you're going to start stop and continue this year one thing we've probably ramped up over the last 18 months within the organization particularly is just focusing on that overall wellness whether it be nutrition and exercise and um and, and mindfulness as well as, you know, uh, the results in the business. And we've always had that, but we've probably ramped it up, you know, more across the organisation. We used to have, you know, mindfulness middays, for instance, and we used to have Fit February, but now we've actually taken it to another level. It's all film, filled in as part of the, the calendar of the menu that we do. So it's, um, you know, particularly with a lot of the introspection that people have had um, over the last 18 months, it's, you know, as an organisation, focusing on all those different pillars is important for us. So it's probably bring that to the next level, which we have. That's the the start. 
Um, the continue, um, I mean, for us, it's yeah, a big part of what we do is is, is training and personal development. Um, and, you know, we steal a, a line from Microsoft and Sasha Nadella by saying that, you know, we're a, we like to think that we're a, a learn-it-all culture rather than a know-it-all culture where, where we're always continue to improve. Yeah. As far as stop, I mean, I think one thing I learned in March last year is you've got to stop trying to predict what's going to happen next because I think no one knows what's around the corner. And I guess from our perspective, it's having, you know, a business plan and a strategy for all different outcomes in life. And rather than say, you know, it's funny when you listen to people try to predict with absolute certainty what's going to happen next in the market. I mean, I guess if you, if you, if it takes 17 different approaches, one of them's going to be right, but that's probably the, the stop thing. It's just play the cards that are in front of you. You think about what could happen, but stop trying to predict what's going to happen next, if that makes sense. Yeah, and like you said, simplify the strategy to make it easier and concentrate on a few things rather than yeah. at once so you can execute. Absolutely. Um, and to your point, like it's uh, what we've experienced over the last couple of years is it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. Exactly to your point around the mental yeah. health component. Well, look, thanks very much for tuning in today and joining us. Um, if you'd like to learn more about today's podcast, visit agentsolutions.com.au. And if you've enjoyed this topic and you want to hear more about things that we've got that are exciting and in store, please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast app you see. But thanks again, Damien, and I really appreciate your time. Cheers. Thanks, Angus.